Hello, everyone. Welcome to Reiki Radio. I am your host, Yolanda. And today I want to talk to you about something that is um, very close to my heart because it is something that I have noticed and experienced myself, but I have witnessed in a lot of healers. And it's that a lot of people who do healing for themselves or are showing up to share their work to uh, support other people in their own processes of self-healing is that we go through these healing crisis, like this this uh, mode of feeling like our healing is like a crisis. And it can be uh, overwhelming and confusing. Now, you know, there are parts of the journey where we're healing and we can acknowledge and appreciate it for what it is. But it's not always that way. So I wanted to talk to you about that today so that if you are going through it now or if it happens sometime in your journey, that you have understanding around it and you can get through it with more ease and grace. So let's talk about this and enjoy the show. Okay, so we are here and we're going to talk about uh, the healers having their own healing crisis today. And as I mentioned, you know, this is something that a lot of healers go through. It is very common, um, but that people don't talk about it too much. And part of that is because of self-judgment. So I did an episode about this before and I don't remember what it was called, but Basically, a lot of times when people get on this path of wanting to explore, you know, different healing modalities and move into their journey of spirituality, they fall into a space of judging themselves if they don't feel good or happy or if they're having any um, difficulty in working through their own process of healing. Because somewhere... And all of this, there was this idea put out that, you know, healers or spiritual people means that you're always happy and you're always in a good space and you are above the ego or you are above the self-judgment and criticism and all of these things. But the truth is, you are actually more aware of these things as you go through your healing process. You become more aware of what you truly hold, your true feeling. You become more aware of your energy. But you also become more aware of the energy and the feeling of those around you. So I want to start there. A lot of people, you know, when we get on these paths of learning different techniques to tune into ourselves or to tune into the unseen, um, to understand energy in new ways, we become hypersensitive to energy. And some of you may have already been energetically sensitive, which is why you may have been drawn to this work. But either way in that, a lot of healers, a lot of people on this path are very empathic. 
And so you are very tuned in, not only to joy and love and compassion, but you are also very tuned in to hurt. You are very tuned into the energetic imprints within your own field. You become aware of the energies of hurt that may have even been passed down through your lineage. You start to become aware of the hurt and the upset that is in the field of those around you within the world. Which is why a lot of people who are so sensitive to energy have a hard time watching the news, have a hard time engaging on social media because they feel everything so deeply. You may be feeling everything so deeply. So if you are feeling everything, tuned into everything, but you have the idea or belief that you're only supposed to experience joy, that you're only supposed to be happy, that you're only supposed to be okay, there is a tendency to then fall into a state of crisis, of upset, of self-judgment, of wanting to disconnect not only from yourself but the world around you because you start to feel that you must be doing something wrong. Why do I feel this way if I'm working on me? Why do I feel this way if I am tuning into love and compassion? Why do I feel this way if I am on this path of spiritual awakening? But that's the key, you are awakening. And so part of this journey, it's a really interesting path, really, because initially it's, it can be quite exciting, right? You know, we're all of a sudden learning new things, new ideas, new philosophies, and it's, it's very exciting. But as you go along, you are starting to become more aware, whether you are consciously aware of your new awareness or not. But what happens in this is you start to also recognize duality. It's part of the spiritual journey. And I talked to you before about becoming spiritually undone. That's what it felt like for me when I went through this first, you know, phase of my personal healing crisis. I felt like I was becoming undone. I felt like I was like splitting in two. And in some aspect, that is like what happens. We become very aware of the duality that exists. We become aware of what we may qualify as good and bad, as high and low. We become very aware of people's, again, love and hurt. And we become very aware of our own. So you move into this space where you are not only tuned in to the various energies, but you also become so tuned into your own inner duality. Your ego, your shadow becomes very apparent. Your higher self, the part that we recognize as our spiritual selves, becomes very apparent. 
And while we see this as a split, we often try to deny the part that seems like a lower aspect, and that's where the judgment comes in. But the truth is, all of this is a part of you and your spirituality, including your ego and your shadow. These aspects of you, this personality, this ego that you have created and adopted through this life experience has been built up through your experience. So let's just back up for a second. You came into this incarnation already with imprints. Imprints of past lives, imprints from your lineage. Then you're born into this world where there are already ideas, cultural, societal, your family, all kinds of ideas and teachings. All of these ideas now put into your field of consciousness. And then depending on which body you were born into, there may be other expectations that are automatically put on to you in this field. The ideas of what it means to be a woman, what you should be. The ideas of what it means to be a man and what that should be. And we kind of just exist in all of that. In the background, there is maybe a part of us that questions it along the way. But we tune out that higher aspect of us until we don't. So then whatever led you on this path of awakening once you start to tune in and awaken, now you start to hear that higher aspect of you. You start to recognize that higher aspect more clearly, which also brings into recognition the aspect that you have been existing and functioning from. The ego, the part that has adopted all of these beliefs and teachings that weren't even necessarily your own, the part of you who has been hurt, who has developed all of these judgments and fears and upset, it all becomes apparent. And there's this feeling of obligation now because you've decided to label yourself as a healer. You've decided to identify yourself as spiritual. And you have ideas and beliefs around what that means. So if you start feeling this split, this duality within yourself, you then start questioning your true ability to heal. Am I really a healer? Am I really spiritual? Who am I? What am I? What does this mean? Now, sometimes these questions, this situation, this inquiry can put us into a space of curiosity and we want to go deeper. But there are some times where we hit a point in this exploration where we fall into a healing crisis and it all becomes so overwhelming and confusing and we're just like, what in the hell is happening to me? Again, it's like becoming spiritually undone. But there is beauty in this because you are becoming aware of your hurt, 
You are becoming aware of the hurt that exists in everyone. You're becoming aware of teachings and ideas that may not serve you, that may not fit or align with you. And in this awareness, this is where your healer and spiritual, you know, aspects come in. In this awareness, you have the choice of how to view it all and how to handle it all. You are being presented a beautiful opportunity to understand forgiveness, to understand compassion, and to understand what it really means to forgive and heal and transform. You don't have to judge the hurt. You don't have to judge the upset. You don't have to hold the idea that being, you know, having these energies in your field are wrong. Or that having these things in your field make you bad or not spiritual enough or not healer enough. You have the opportunity to look at how these aspects of you are being presented to teach you and to help you to go deeper into the awareness of how powerful your spiritual nature really is and how powerful you really are as your own healer. And you're given an opportunity to recognize how powerful it is to hold someone else in love and light and forgiveness and understanding. So another thing that's interesting in this that comes up a lot, and I, I have noticed it throughout the years, but this year, actually last year, and you know, carrying over into this year, a, a term that kept coming up in sessions with people uh, was lineage healer. And that kept coming up because I noticed that in a lot of people that are doing this work in, on this path is they also come to a phase or a point in this journey where they are feeling like emotional conflict heightened with family, where they feel torn or upset around uh, their family's point of view. Or what, you know, someone in their family may believe or what someone in their family may be going through and how that person may be handling certain situations in their life. And what I found is it's upsetting to a lot of people that go through this because they genuinely want to help heal. They want to help their family. They want to help their loved ones. They want their family and loved ones to understand their own ability, their own power. But the truth is, what happens in this a lot of times is we really fall into judgment of our loved ones. We think they're not spiritual. We're looking at them in upset because of their point of view. But that brings us back into us, our point of view. Why are we in judgment? 
Why are you not recognizing that their soul, just like yours, came here to experience, to learn, and to grow? Now, it doesn't mean that we have to agree with how people handle things. But it's not for us to try to force change. But here's the beautiful thing about these lineage healers that I think so many of us are. And I want you to recognize that healing yourself, working on yourself, whatever aspects of your family that you feel have been passed down into your field, you also help them heal just by healing you. And what's interesting is this was the first layer of this that I noticed. Like, oh, I even noticed it in you know my own field when I started out doing this work. You know, my family um, is not very emotional. I guess you would say like, they don't talk a lot about emotions and feelings and all of these things. And when I and I'm three thousand miles away from my family, by the way. But when I started doing this work, they all knew that I was interested in energy work and these things, but they didn't know the detail of what I was doing. And they, I, initially, they didn't even understand what I was doing, and I really didn't share with them um, much about it at all. But I was doing a lot of healing, self-healing in my own field. And a strange thing started happening. Um, certain people in my family started calling me and sharing their feelings, <laughs> They started calling me out of the blue and telling me how they felt or what they were experiencing and feeling about all kinds of things. And it struck me because this wasn't typical of my family. And what I realized is like, oh, my healing is by extension waking up healing aspects, healing qualities within my family. But I didn't think much beyond that at the time. I just acknowledged that and I was thankful for it and whatever. Then I started to notice that, again, a lot of healers were having um, this, this challenge with their loved ones while they were going through their own processes of healing and, you know, their perspectives around it. So I noticed that a lot of people were these lineage healers, as I called it, But what happened more recently is this same topic literally came up in one of my sessions and information started coming through me around this. And the way I saw it was these energetic imprints, right? You know, I talked to you about we have all of these energy pictures or imprints within our field. We have, we're like um, a field of consciousness. So what I saw was this person had energetic imprints from their lineage that had been passed down. But as these energies were healing in their field, they were simultaneously healing in the, the uh, field of those that they were you know, related to. And so I started questioning this in the background as I'm sharing this information with them out loud. And it sounded familiar. And I remembered that I had read something about like quantum theory or quantum physics or something about this. And I couldn't remember what it was called, but it looked like what I was being seen or being shown. And I ended up looking up later and it's called um, 
particle entanglement. So it's like this theory of like, if you have a particle and you split it, if you do something to that particle on one end, it'll have the same effect on the particle that maybe not even in the same range of it. So it was being shown to me that that's literally like how um, lineage healing works. Now, here's the thing with that. As you are healing your own field, your perspectives, maybe your point of view, maybe you are carrying over, um, you know, some of your grandparents, their hurt or something they went through, and you're aware of this, it becomes aware, um, into your conscious awareness, and you're the one that starts to hold healing and forgiveness and, you know, whatever, changing that in your own field. The way that I saw it is that those energies start to heal again down through the line, but your family may not be consciously aware of it, but that doesn't matter. <laughs> you don't have to try to bring them into the awareness of the healing that's occurring. But what's interesting is as you continue to heal within your own field, you may notice a shift in their behaviors or a shift in their perspectives or they may start talking about certain things in a different way or they may start asking you questions about the healing and the work that you're doing. You'll notice the shifts even if they're not consciously aware of the healing that you're doing and how it may be helping them as well. So I wanted to share that because um, you know a lot of times on this path again we have a hard time with you know wanting to help the people closest to us but it all comes back to us and healing our own stuff and releasing our control or you know even the idea that we think we know what someone else should do bring it back into you and again know and trust that each soul is capable and has the choice and the free will of journeying through their life in their own way. And you may have a hard time with it, but again, that's something else for you to work on. The attachment, the control, the compassion, trying to move into you know, um, your own field, managing your own space. So if you are you know, having any kind of healing crisis or it feels overwhelming, at any point on this journey, the best thing you can do is keep in mind that whatever you are experiencing or whatever you are being shown is being shown for your understanding. It's giving you an opportunity to heal something within you without judgment. And as you journey through this, it doesn't matter how, you know, far along, how many years, how deep you go. We all have so many layers to our healing and it's ongoing. But what you will find when you do allow yourself to step out of the judgment and allow yourself to learn, to heal, to transform, to forgive, to consciously choose to do these things is that you do become more resilient. And it does become easier as you go along. But there will be some 
surprises along the way that spin you back into a crisis and you're like, holy crap, I can't believe it. So I'll give you um, one last example of this before we go. I mean, I, you know, over the years, I felt, I believed that I was really good at this. Like I was really good at um, acknowledging my duality, acknowledging my ego, acknowledging my upset, and really good at consciously tuning into my stuff and how I transformed it and all of that. I I didn't see it as challenging anymore. Well, my mom came to visit last year and she was here for three months. (laughs) And I was quickly thrown into a space of recognizing like, whoa, I had a lot more to practice. Having her in my space and... um, Having to, again, witness, you know, someone that I love, like the closest person to me in my life, being in a different space on their journey than I am or wanting to work through their stuff in a different way than I would perhaps choose, it triggered a lot. And I literally was having to uh, figure out how to manage and shift and move and change my perspective like real time. Like it wasn't like, oh, I could take space and walk away and find time to sit and meditate. Like I was having to do it like real time, face to face in the moment. And it was very challenging, but it was one of the most beautiful healing challenges ever because it stretched me even deeper into understanding just how capable we are of our own transformation, of checking our perspective, of letting go of attachment, stepping out of judgment, moving into compassion and so on. So I say that to say, no matter how, it's like the minute you think you have something down and you think you, you've got it, it's not uncommon that The universe will be like, okay, well, here's your next lesson. Don't beat yourself up about it. Don't go into judging yourself over it. Step into your awareness and choose how to navigate through it using all of the tools that you have learned along the way. It makes me think of that saying, heal or heal thyself. It's often ignored because there is a tendency, again, for a lot of people on these paths of wanting to heal everyone around them. But the truth in all of this is it's always been about us learning to heal ourselves. So I hope that this information is beneficial for you. If you are going through a challenging time in your healing process, know that you are learning And be easy on yourself. And again, use the tools that you have learned along the way. And if you need support, you know, you reach out to your community, reach out to friends. If you have any questions around how people get through these um, healing crises that they may experience, you can join us in the Seeker Circle. Ask your questions there. I'm sure there are several people who will share with you things that have worked for them as well. So I'm sending you all so much love, deep bow of gratitude for you being here. And remember to always journey 
in love.